This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 33. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. I'm so excited. Are you ready to win some friends and influence some people? (laughs) Well, I hope you are because that's the book actually that I'm highlighting this week. Um, I had a lady that came up to me in one of my workshops and I, I said, I assumed everyone had read this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And I had said that and she goes, oh, what's this book? And so you know what? I figured, hey, you know what? I'm going to pull out my one of my thousands of copies that I have here um, that I've loaned to people, and I'm going to actually highlight that book. I, I know it's a book from so long ago, and it is just a wonderful resource and tool. And it's, I mean, it was basically first published in 1937. Can you believe it? Anyway, it is such a great book by Dale Carnegie. And if you haven't read it, here is the book highlight for you. And if you have read it, this is a nice refresher and just a reminder about all the powerful tools of, you know, connecting with other people and influencing people in a positive way. So I hope you really do enjoy this highlight. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. This is where we highlight books on self-help, positive psychology, and any book on well-being. And I try to summarize the content, kind of like cheat cheat sheets or Coles notes (laughs) of the book. But I always recommend if something sparks your interest to support the author and purchase a copy of the book. And that way you can delve in a little deeper. This is just for the purpose of all those knowledge seekers and people who love learning and just want to get as much information as they can, but suck out the actionable nuggets that you can instantaneously apply to your life. And also just reminders too of all these wonderful tools and tips that these authors have for us. Okay, so let's jump in. And by the way, all the regulars, thank you so much. I've been getting a lot of reviews lately on iTunes and I can't thank you enough for those wonderful reviews, um, just encouraging people to listen to the show and enjoy it and learn from all the learning opportunities. And I just really do value you. So if you have time to go over to iTunes and write a review, they really do help the show and they really do help with the ratings with i with podcasts. And it's so important that you do that. And also it makes me feel, you know, so not alone here in my reading addiction <laughs> and that you're supporting me in an indirect, wonderful way. Thank you so much. Okay. So let's jump in. This is all about like time-tested advice that can really help us um, carry ourselves in life and help us connect with people, but also help us up that success ladder. And it really helps us in our personal life and our business lives. And um, 
basically we exist uh, to connect to other people. So if we can learn the tools and the strategies to help win friends and influence people in a positive way, um, this book is so fantastic. It's really going to help us in so many ways. And it has helped me in so many ways and so many other people as well. That's why it's a bestseller year after year after year, 70 years in print to be exact. Um, So yeah, so this is all about, you know, because life is all about connections and in positive psychology, Um, We always talk about having positive relationships and connections, and we're really here to connect with other people. And this really helps to foster our ability to connect with others and to, you know, deal with people that are challenging at times too. All right. So within his book, he talked about the fundamental techniques in handling people. And he has throughout his book, he has a lot of principles. So you're going to notice that within each category, I'll talk about principles that can help you. And maybe you, if you want to write them down, or if you want to go to the cheat sheets on my website, where you can click on the book, uh, the book club, and it's all these notes as well. You have a highlight there. Okay. So the first section is all about the fundamental mental techniques in handling people. So if you want to gather honey, this is the way he said it. If you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. (laughs) So principle number one seems to be really common sense, but it's not overly common sense because I mean, we have a tendency to criticize and maybe condemn people. So principle number one is to don't criticize, don't condemn or complain to other people. And, um, this is really important, right? Because it's human nature to blame others and to, um, take the ownership off of ourselves. And, but people never like to be criticized. They don't actually like being blamed. So, if you want to influence people or connect with people and you want to win some friends, uh, a great place to start is by not criticizing or condemning or complaining, making people feel bad. Uh, so this is a really essential tip, obviously, because people never like to be criticized or blame. So the tip is to never criticize anyone for saying anything and don't speak ill of any other person. So we don't want to complain about a person or we don't want to speak ill is how he put it in his book. Um, so speak basically all good, like all that is good with you and, um, and speak that way with everybody. And, um, instead of condemning people, try to understand them. I love that. That's a form of compassion. And so instead of condemning them or criticizing them, just first try to understand them. That was a wonderful tip within his book too. So he says to try and figure out why they're doing what they're doing. And this helps to breed tolerance and empathy and compassion and kindness to other people. Okay, so principle number two within this section of fundamental techniques in handling people is to give honest and sincere appreciation. I love this one. Uh, It's one thing to really um, be grateful for people, but it's another thing to actually give appreciation for the person that they are and the things that they do. And so within his book, the second principle is, um, to give honest and sincere appreciation. So stop thinking about your own accomplishments. And he, he talks all about really looking at other people's, um, good points and kind of focusing on them and appreciating them for the person that they are and the things that they do. And then he talked about principle number three under the fundamental techniques in handling other people, uh, is arousing others, um, 
an eager want. So if you can arise in someone else, so if you basically look into the other person's point of view and you can understand what's going to get them excited and you can understand what's going on for them, then you are going to um, be able to understand where they're coming from. So this eager want, so arouse in the other person an eager want. So if you want someone to come on board with your way of thinking, then um, you got to kind of go into their brain and think about what it is that's going on for them and understand it from their perspective and their point of view. And then that way you can really um, get them excited about something that might be an equal gain. And we always talk about in positive psychology, a win-win situation where everyone benefits. Um, so that's really, really, that's really powerful. Okay. So arise in your, arouse in yourself rather. I don't know why I keep saying arise, <laughs> arouse in your, in other person an eager want. So look from other people's point of view and try to get them excited uh, about, an equal gain, like something that you can both. So when you're working and handling other people in order to motivate them, uh, one of the principles is to have them kind of figure out what's exciting or important for them or what's make them think about what their wants might be. And then it'll end up being an equal gain. And that's pretty powerful. And that's true, right? You want to, you, you want to feel like uh, you're in a win-win situation as often as possible. Okay. So then he talked about six ways to make people like you. (laughs) And I mean, we, this is what we're here on earth for, right? Is for our connections with people. And, um, we all want to be liked. I mean, some people actually have a huge fear of not being liked and it's something that holds them back. They hold back from promoting programs that they want to run. It holds them back from going and speaking in front of people because they're worried that people may not like them. They don't go to parties. So, this is wonderful. So six ways to make people like you. Okay. So do this and you will be welcome anywhere. (laughs) You ready? Principle number one, be genuinely interested in other people. That is so huge. So be genuinely interested in other people. And it's so funny because I remember one time I went to a party and I was chatting with this girl and I was talking with her at the whole, like for a long time, but we were talking all about her and I kept asking her questions using all my coaching, you know, questions. And I was genuinely interested in her career and everything that she was doing. And then when we left, it was funny because she had said to her boyfriend that, oh, I really, really like Andrea. She's like, she's so nice and friendly and, and it was so funny because I thought in my head, that woman doesn't know one thing about me, but she really likes me. <laughs> so it was so funny because she, I was genuinely interested in her and just that genuine interest made her feel really connected to me and she actually really liked me. So it was a funny story. Anyway, so that is principle number one, be genuinely interested in other people, ask curious questions. So if you want others to like you, then it's really nice to develop this real friendship and just like focus on, um, what's going on in other people's lives and show like a genuine interest in their life and what they're doing and, you know, how they felt in certain situations. And this genuine interest is a wonderful way to make people like you. Um, the other principle that he talked about, principle number two is the simplest way to make a good first impression is to smile. And that really makes you approachable. So principle number two is just smiling, have an approachable look on your face and just simply smiling is a wonderful way to make people like you. And there is science that, that backs up this whole idea of smiling. 
um, and approachability. So principle number three is remember that a person's name is the sweetest thing that they can hear or the sweetest sound and most important sound in any language. That is crazy. But you know what? When you put effort into learning people's names, isn't it incredible how you instantly feel a deeper connection? Um, So yeah, when I teach my fitness classes or when I'm teaching yoga, I try to make a point of learning people's names. And um, that way I can address them and say, hey, Ben, how are you doing today? And it makes them feel um, definitely people love hearing their own names. So think about that when someone uses your name uh, and how good that just feels. And they're like, oh, that person knows my name. It's like, oh, neat. So just remember that. So using a person's name is the sweetest sound in any language, according to Dale Carnegie. Okay, so principle number four of of the six ways to help make people like you is to be a good listener and encourage others to talk about themselves. So this kind of goes piggybacks on the genuine interest in other people. So showing a genuine interest in other people in their lives and what's going on for them, because that subject matter is so, you know, it's close to their heart. They actually are not focused on what's going on in your life. They're interested in what's going on in their own life. Um, This is an extension of that. So be a good listener and really encourage other people to talk about themselves. And this is the easiest way to be a good conversationalist. It's amazing that when you're a good listener and you encourage other people to talk, some people, they can, you know, it's, I think he said in his book, people are more interested in themselves and they can talk about themselves for hours. (laughs) So if you're worried about conversation going dead, you know what, just get people talking about themselves and be genuinely interested in that other person. And you'll be amazed how if you're listening and reflecting back what you're hearing and being a good listener and encouraging that other person to speak. I always say curious questions brings out, allows people to speak and um, freely and they'll tell you more about themselves. Okay. So that's one, that's one, one more tips. Okay. So now we'll move into principle number five. So talk in terms of the other person's interest. So principle number five of uh, the six ways to make people like you more uh, is to talk in terms of other people's interests. So, you know what, if you're totally into like, let's say playing the guitar, um, if you start talking to a person about guitar and they're not interested in that, they're 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 going to lose interest in you and they won't like you as much because people like to feel connected and have that sense of connection. So his tip is to talk in terms of other people's interests. So what are other people taking interest in? And then talk about those things because chances are you're going to end up learning from that. And also the people will connect to you right away. So that it's relatable, right? Relatability. Okay. So the final of the six ways to make people like you more principle number six is to make other people feel important and do it sincerely. And this is, you know, this is actually really easy to do. If you think about it, if you kind of think about what it is that that person values, and then, um, it's what you value about that person. You can almost instantaneously make someone feel important. It's, you know what, like, I thank you so much for teaching me, for example, thank you so much for teaching me, you know, the knowledge of communication. Um, you have a wealth of information to provide everybody. And I'm so thankful that you were able to teach 
that to me. Um, just a sentence like that, or just like speaking like that, that made that person feel so important and like that you so appreciate them. And so his principle, I love this one, is to make other people feel this importance, that they feel important and to do it sincerely from a place of your, from your heart. And that's the key, right? Cause I mean, oh wow, you know, you're so successful. Like, um, or it, it, it's not as impactful. So I always say, if you add, so my tip is adding that gratitude and appreciation to, um, that piece, it automatically makes people feel a little more important and, and it comes from a sincere place. So he says to talk to people about themselves and it's so funny that they will listen for hours. <laughs> I love that tip. Okay. So here, how to win people to your way of thinking. Now, this might sound a little manipulative, but I mean, we are we are speaking and communicating with people at all times. And uh, it's amazing that there is a positive way to allow people to kind of um, come into the way you're thinking or kind of buy into what it is that you're thinking or your opinion. Um, and there's a way to do it very very effectively. And so he talks about this in his book. And so this is the whole part of the book of how to win people to your way of thinking. So not from a place of manipulation, uh, it's from more, and you'll see from, um, a very effective strategy. Here we go. So principle number one is just remember that you can't win an argument. And this is huge. So the principle is the only way to get um, the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid an argument. So he is suggesting to not argue. So don't you're not going to win people over that way. So you're not going to win people to your way of thinking. So his suggestion is just to remember, and principle number one is the best way to avoid an argument is just to avoid it altogether. And because uh, nobody wins in an argument. So when one person yells, the other person should listen. And uh, he talked about making a pack, you know, like with a, a relationship, if you know one person's upset and they're arguing, uh, just listen, let the other person be listener. Uh, so that's, that's powerful, right? Okay. So principle number two is, um, show respect for the other person's opinions. And, um, so acknowledge them. So never say they're, you're wrong. Like, I don't like the way you're thinking, or that's not the way it is. <laughs> um, so the suggestion is, um, to how to avoid making enemies is basically to show respect for other people's opinions and acknowledge them and uh, never say that people are wrong or that their opinion isn't right. Um, so, so that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, you know what, if you were like, say that you can see how you would create enemies really, really fast. Like you're wrong. I don't believe in that opinion. Here's mine. <laughs> okay. So principle number one is all about, um, you can't win an argument. So the best way to avoid arguments is just to avoid it altogether. And also principle number two is to show respect, uh, for other people's opinions. And then, uh, if you are wrong, principle number three is to admit it quickly and, um, empathetically. And so, you want to really, really just acknowledge that when it is you have made a mistake, um, to admit it right away. 
And then also principle number four is to begin in a uh, friendly way. So start with, you know, a drop of honey is how he put it in his book. And then you start to win people to your way of thinking. So um, he's talking about just like little bits, um, trying to um, help drop little drop of honey, like give them a little bit of your perspective and uh, begin in a friendly way. Okay. So then he talked about when you're talking to people, so don't begin on the things that you differ, so that are different or an opposing opinion. Um, begin by emphasizing and keeping the emphasis on the things that you actually agree on. So principle number five is all about getting the other person saying yes and yes immediately and agreeing with you. So when someone feels like they're agreeing with you, so start with the things that you actually do agree on and then move into other things that you may want to discuss. Um, So that was principle number five. So get other people saying yes immediately. So talk about and emphasize those things that you do agree with. Okay, and then he talked about um, open the safety valve for people who need to complain. So principle number six is let the other person... um, do the great uh, most of the talking. So let the other person do the talking and let them feel safe that if they need to complain, they can. And um, so you want to talk about yourself less and listen more. So you want to listen. And this is one of the ways that you could actually win people to your way of thinking is to let them feel heard and uh, open that. I always call that in my coaching session, open the release valve, let people like, you know, get it out and listen. All right. So then he talked about people have more faith in their own ideas than ideas that are handed to them. And that's so true, right? It's that idea of autonomy and feeling like, you know, we have agency and we can make an influence on impact. Um, So we feel like, you know, we're influencing decision. So one of his tips, therefore, is to get people feeling like they are the ones that are making the decision that is their idea. So how you can win people to your way of thinking is to make them feel and believe that they're a part of the idea. And so the principle is basically let the other person feel that their idea the idea that you're discussing is actually theirs and yours together. Um, And then so instead of ramming ideas and opinions down people's throats, it's all about, you know, a wiser, so just making suggestions and letting other people also co-create with you. And then you can create a conclusion together. I think that's so powerful. Okay. So then he also talked about, um, so, so other people may be totally wrong but they don't think so. (laughs) So just remember that. And so with principle number eight, he talks about try to honestly see things from other people's point of view, because you may be thinking that you're totally right. And the other person may be thinking that they're totally right. Um, So others may be totally wrong. But the idea is, is that you want to honestly try to see things from other people's perspective or other people's point of view to understand. And I think that's so important. Um, And, you know, exercising compassion too, like put your put yourself in their shoes and understanding where they're coming from is very powerful tool. All right. So he also talked about don't blame, um, don't blame. So 
so I don't blame you for feeling as you do. If if you were you, I would probably do the same thing. I love that. So and I told sorry, I totally did not say that very well. But um so this is what everybody wants. And this is what he was saying in his book. And it's so, it's so amazing. Um, it exercises empathy, compassion, and kindness. Um, so what he's saying is like, um, I don't blame you for feeling as you do. Uh, if I were you, I would undoubtedly feel just as you do. You can see how I how hard that sentence is to remember. <laughs> so it's basically someone just wants to feel heard. Like, I don't blame you for feeling like you do. Like, I don't blame you for feeling that way. Like, if I were in that situation, I'd probably be feeling pretty much the same that you're feeling. Um, just so that they feel heard. And so principle number nine is be sympathetic with the other person's ideas and desires and just acknowledging them. And that's so important. Okay, so moving on. So instead of flying off the cuff or the handle, principle number 10 is all about appealing to the noble motive. So it's all about being honest, being upright, and being fair. And that's so essential, right? Okay, so principle number 11 is to dramatize your ideas. Okay, this is where I got really excited. Um, So he was saying that basically um, to help win people to your way of thinking is to dramatize your ideas. And, um, and this kind of is like, if you're really enthusiastic about something, you're adding that dramatization to your ideas. It'll help people with buy-in. It'll help people to win people to your way of thinking. Um, the other thing is, and what he was saying in his book is that TV commercials do this movies, bulletin boards, they all dramatize ideas for us. And so it allows people, it wins people over to your way of thinking. So that dramatization is uh, kind of a fun one, right? Okay. So principle number 12 is throw down a challenge. So he talked about like every person likes to have a challenge and to prove his or her self-worth. So they want to excel and they want to win. So he's talking about giving people a chance to excel at a challenge. So um, you can challenge people to try something new, or you can challenge people to your way of thinking, you know, try this for a week and see how you think. Um, so I thought those were amazing, wonderful, you know, standoff, like all these you can use on a regular basis. You can see how it's nice to have the uh, review if you've already read this book and also just like the, the knowledge moving forward and working with people. Okay, so then the last little part of his book, which, which was all about be a leader, so how to change people without offense and or resentment. And I don't know if you're in a corporate setting or with your kids, um, we're all kind of, you know, we have leadership roles in many places in our life. So these tools are really, these principles rather, are really, really uh, beneficial. So let's jump right in. So if you have to be a leader or exercise leadership and you... Um, you want to, you need to have change. You need people to change, um, and, but you don't want to offend or have resentment. So here we go. Principle number one, if you must find fault, begin with praise and honest appreciation. 
That is so essential. If we go right into fault, people get defensive and they basically turn off their listening and they turn off any of the information that's coming in. So such a wonderful basic strategy is to begin with praise and honest appreciation. So appreciate what that person is doing and you know what they, what they, they bring to the table. And then if you must find fault to make sure that you, you are, you know, engulfing them and enveloping them with, you know, praise and honest appreciation. Um, nobody likes to feel like and have fault pointed out and criticism pointed out, right? I know I don't. <laughs> All right. So also it's, uh, he suggested to criticize, but don't, um, don't be hated for it. So principle number two is call attention to people's mistakes indirectly. So, Basically, it's not like saying you're doing this so terrible. Um, he is suggesting to do it in an indirect way. It's like, oh, well, I noticed when you do this is really, it turns out exceptionally well. I noticed this, when this happens though, it's not as successful as your other way. So that's like an indirect way <laughs> that, um, that you can point out mistakes. Um, okay, so then principle number three is um, so this is all. Remember, this is all about how to change people without offending them and and without how, getting resentment. Principle number three is always talk about um, your own mistakes, like how you have actually um, made mistakes in the past, because then it's relatable for people before you're criticizing other people. Say, you know what, I. I, I did this part really terrible, and then I discovered that this worked, this worked, and this worked really well. Um, I'm noticing that you're struggling with that same concept. Would this? Does any of that resonate with you? That that's a wonderful way to kind of help, like using your own mistakes um, before criticizing and using them as a tool. Then he talked about with principle number four. Um, so no one likes to take orders. That's the bottom line. Nobody likes to take orders and be, feel like they're being told what to do. So his principle number four is all about asking questions instead of giving direct orders. Uh, do you mind, you know, finishing that report or do you mind taking ownership on that report? Whatever it is, right? Um, so asking questions instead of finish that report. <laughs> okay. So principle number five is let the other person save face. So you know what, making sure that if you have to bring something to someone's attention, you want to make sure that they end up feeling good there, that their character isn't, um, you know, being judged and bottom line, you want people to feel okay, you know, with the information you're giving them. Principle number six, is to praise the slightest improvement and praise every improvement along the way. So he, in his book, he talked about being hearty on your um, like praise and lavish in all the good things that people do. And uh, that is how you'll, you're giving attention to the good stuff and that hopefully the bad stuff or the change that you want maybe will fall away. Okay, so principle number seven is give the other person a fine reputation to live up to. So you know what? It's amazing how it's positively reinforcing and process praising. In positive psychology, we call that process praise. So when you're praising the process of what it took from someone to get from one place to another is far more beneficial than just giving end result 
praise. So process praise helps build up, you know, it saves the face, it builds up, um, makes people feel good, and it actually uh, helps them, you know, okay, yes, like, you know what, the way you handled um, the report on such and such, for example, uh, and you were able to, and you give all the details about the process and work through, it's like, you know what, I'm so excited to see how you're going to handle this next project. So that is a wonderful way to give them that reputation to live up to. So exciting. Okay, principle number eight is all about using encouragement. So it's kind of like you're making the fault seem like it's really easy to correct. And so so using encouragement um, to focus forward and to um, positively notice, I notice the things that are going well in the process involved that, uh, oh, you know what, there's a little derailment here. And so you make it seem like fault seems kind of easy to correct. And then principle number nine, uh, he talked about make the other person happy about doing the things that you're suggesting. So remember having them buy into the suggestions that you're making or, you know, what I do in my coaching um, with my coaching clients is if they feel, if I'm sensing that they're a little stuck somewhere, um, I may give them examples that have worked for me, or I may give them examples in positive psychology that um, might work, but I always put the ownership back onto them. I look and I ask them, uh, does that, does any of that resonate with you? Or uh, is that something that might work for you? Like it's, it's, that's a bit of a leading question, but uh it really is amazing because sometimes they just need, oh, you know what? That doesn't resonate with me, but that does. And then they get excited because, um, they, they get happy about doing the things like in a coaching model, it's not really suggestions, but, uh, in a leadership model as, you know, a coach or sorry, not a coach as a, like, say you are a manager of a department, you want to make the other person feel happy about doing those things. Um, so you want it to come from an intrinsic point. So in a coaching model, we ask, you know, does that resonate with you if you are making any suggestions? And then that way it can feel like they're ultimately making the decision themselves. So I can see where that principle is very powerful. Okay, so that's it. So are you ready to win friends and influence people? <laughs> I hope you are. Um, so we now know that we can make people like us. We can, uh, these are all the ways that we can win people to our way of thinking. And these are all the ways that we can change people without arousing resentment and frustration and just flourish in our connections with people in our life. So that's it. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a definite staple in your your collection. And I can't thank you enough for listening. I hope you got a lot out of the program today. Okay. I would love it if you could do me a huge favor. If you can just write a review, it wouldn't take you that long, but your reviews really help other people find out what this show is all about. And it actually is exactly what makes podcasts grow in the rankings. So if you can write a review, it would really help grow the show. And if you could share this episode with at least one friend, think about a friend that would really help and benefit. It really helps grow the show as well. And I can't thank you enough because we can spread positivity. Thank you so much for joining us and have a beautiful day. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. 
So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.